edition of Brawn and Wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. All right, it is the Brad and it is the Brad and Brit cast, our last one for this week. Mercifully, thankfully, and uh, if you were not with us on the previous Brad and Brit cast, uh, at the end we announced a major, major addition to the cast here: a re-signing, a brand new signing, actually, of uh, one of our oldest and dearest friends. Little Rush. And so here he is now booked and penciled in and inked in maybe forever directly from hell. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Little Rush. I, I am uh, I, I'm not coming on. I don't know what you have. Uh, it's in it's in the contract. What? I, I have a certain level of production value. That I am accustomed to, and just because I'm in hell does not mean that I'm going to capitulate in any way, shape, or form. What are you, what, what are you talking about? I think the, the fidelity is pretty good. Uh, I, you're millions of miles below us. I can hear an echo. What's the problem? I paid that bitch a, a certain amount of money for the song, and I'm going to use the song oh. for all eternity. So do not, I will not come on without the tune. All right. There you you hacks can do whatever you want to on your own time. There it is. Is that, is that yip, good enough yip, for yip, you? Yip, yip, yahoo. Greetings across this lava plain. Tis I, Little Rush, live from hell. Broadcast excellence is on tap. Delighted to be with you once again, folks, with half of my brain tied behind my back. You know what we did yesterday? This was fun. Uh, Ted Kennedy came and slapped me around while he recited all the jokes I told about him over the years. I thought it was some good fun to have Ted Kennedy slapping me around down here in hell, folks. It's, it's just delightful. It's a wonderful time. Uh, broadcast excellence has never been greater. I have been sodomized by nearly everyone here in hell, ready for round two in Hades, and it, you can't say I didn't earn it. You know what I'm saying? You feel me on that, folks? Did you like the fade out there? That was good. That was some excellent stuff there. It's almost as good as that black guy that used to work for me. What was that guy's name? I, I forget now. James uh, Golden, Bo Snurdly. Oh, that's, oh yeah, you're Bo Snurdly. I, yeah, all, all the minorities I used to work with, I've forgotten all of them. It's uh, been delightful. I'm sure they'll visit me in some sort of, uh, you know, like one of those Charles uh, Dickens kind of situations where they'll, they'll all come and say hi to me at some point. How's the, uh, how's the weather down there, buddy? Steamy at 45,000 degrees. Thank you for asking. It is always uh, cozy and nice and warm, and I understand it's a... Uh, much better than they are in Texas, but the good news is that Ted Cruz will be joining me here at some point, so he'll be warm as well, folks. What do you think of this story that he got well, caught? Some guy uh, uh, took some pictures of him on an airplane headed out of Texas down to Cancun, right in the middle of the worst weather the Texans have seen in, in, in generations. Millions of people having lost power, water, can't get water, can't get food, nothing, everything. And Ted Cruz flies the coop even you little rush even you little rush probably think this was not the wisest political move it's just it's typical liberalism folks that that plane ticket if you trace it back was bought by aoc i believe it was from a credit card that belonged to hugo chavez there's no question about it it's all been documented quite well and this is another thing folks i know some of you now that i'm getting a lot of tweets here in hell uh, let's say, hey, Lil Rush, do you wish you would have had kids? And they get, we, we covered this a little bit yesterday, but he is now blaming it on his stupid children. 
There was a, uh, let me get the. Oh, Ted Cruz is blaming the trip to Cancun on his kids? Let me get the, 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 the... There was a release saying that uh, now that school is out for the week, the kids wanted to go to Cancun with their friends. And being a good dad, he got on board and blah, 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 blah. So if you have kids, they ruin your life. Right. So they're the little, worst thing in the world. Right. So 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 little rush. Uh, and I know you can identify with the average guy because yes. uh, you've lived the life of an average guy uh, forever, even from your, your very humble uh, poor sharecropper beginnings out yes. there in Missouri, right? Yes. Where you had no, it's not like your father was a, was a lawyer and a judge and out there. And, and well, that's exactly what my no, father you, was. You, you, know, you, you pulled yourself up from your bootstraps. So there's Ted Cruz doing exactly what every other Texan is doing right now, right? Just leaving the state and going to warmer climates. And everybody can identify with that. So to attack Ted Cruz is very hypocritical, is it not, Little Rush? It's the most hypocritical thing I've ever heard in my life. It's ridiculous. Obama used to play golf all the time while people were dying. Nobody said shit. It was, yeah. uh, it was, it's amazing how you're, you're just seeing the hypocrisy of the left once again. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not there on Earth on 500-plus radio stations to tell people about it. Now they're just going to be running reruns of me, by the way, to leave, I guess, two- or three-year-old LifeLock commercials. Let me read this one real quick. <laughs> LifeLock, get that shit right now and use the promo code Russian Hell. Will Russian Hell, and you can save twenty percent on LifeLock. I don't know what it is, but just get it. I told you to go get it, so get it. That's all you need to know. Hey, LifeLock, I, 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 I got a question. Are, yes. are you able to use uh, a My Pillow down there in Hell? Uh, because the the, the My Pillow guy, I I think he's got a. He's got a ticket booked straight to to join you at some point very, very soon. And he could be a great sponsor of yours going forward. As it turns out, uh, the my pillow is the official pillow of hell. I don't know if you know that or not. It's a, it's something about it. Go to my hey, go to mypillow.com, use the promo code Little Russian Hell, get 20% off your order right now and free shipping at mypillow.com. And they will deliver in hell. I don't know if you are aware of this, but Mike Lindley personally delivers every Tuesday down here in hell, and we're, we're happy to have it. Yeah. All I right. can put my head on the pillow while I'm being sodomized by just a, a bunch of terrorists, really, is what's happening here in hell. It's going to be a fun time this afternoon. We're going to have a lunch. We eat nothing but Taco Bell down here, folks. Hey, you I know, know, you know I, uh, I, I started a little contest on my Facebook page yesterday. Yes. I, I saw that your home on Venmo is now estimated to be worth about $51 million and that uh, Catherine is is going to be staying there. But like any large home or estate or yacht, it needs a formal name. So we had a little naming contest, and, and I thought I would call it the, the Hotel Rush Oxycontinental. What do you think? <laughs> I see what you did there. You like that? I, I like that. The Oxycontinental. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blue Boy International. I kind of like that. That's yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, free home delivery of Oxycontin. Go ahead to uh, rushpharmacy.com, lowrushpharmacy.com. Use the promo code LILRUSHINHELL and get 20% off your first, uh, first order and free shipping. That promo code again is LILRUSHINHELL. Now, now I mean, it, it, 
don't you have enough money? And by the way, is the dollar the official currency of hell, or have they gone over to Bitcoin already? It's Dogecoin. It's the Dogecoin that they're using, the one that Elon Musk is promoting. That's, that's the official currency here in hell. I don't know if you're aware of it, but it's a it's something that we've all subscribed to, and it's doing quite well. And when Elon Musk gets down here, I'm sure it's going to go up another few points. No, I you know this is how good. I want to tell you, folks. This is how good the EIB sales team is. They were they were selling stuff for me after, in the afterlife. So I'm, I'm continuing to do all of this this stuff oh. uh, you know, th- throughout uh, eternity. Hey, speaking so, of uh, Elon Musk, yes, um, he's hot. He's, he's really rich. I mean, he goes very back rich. And forth. He goes back and forth now. I think with uh, uh, Jeff Bezos for richest guy in the world, depending on what the price of their stock is on on any given day, but. Of all the rich man toys that I know you never were able to uh, get, it was a Tesla because you're so into what America was, uh, taking us back to some time that, that never really existed, which is when the oil companies ruled and fossil fuels were the future. Yes. So to, to have gotten a Tesla would have yes. been a, a very, very hypocritical move. You are now freed from from any any restraint on your hypocrisy are you going to go out and buy yourself an electric vehicle now oh fuck that no i'm, I'm still having i'm rolling with the maybach here in hell i don't know what you're talking about we're going to continue to use fossil fuels fossil fuels the uh, number one thing they use in hell and by the way that is the problem in texas is they went to all this wind turbine shit no, that's what's failed, and that's the problem is they the wind turbine action as donald john trump Maximus once said would ruin America, and that's what's ruined Texas, and that's why people are dying. All right. That's what's happening right now is the wind gave up on Texas. All right, Rush, do you have a uh, golf game scheduled for uh, this afternoon? I, I mean, how do you fill your time? Well, no, but I've got to putter up my butt. <laughs> As it turns out, that's what they're doing with me right now. I am a, I am the devil's own putter holder. So, yeah, that's it. That's what's going on here, folks. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us, Little Rush. It's your first paid appearance here on the Brad and Brit cast, and uh, we look forward to many, many more of them. Delightful to be with you, and it's a great day in hell, folks. Thank you so much. Mm. All right. Wow. Uh, little Rush running off there. I'll tell you there what, you that's a little scary. All right. So here, let's. Has Ted Cruz jumped the shark? with this move because, make your argument make your argument I want to hear well this. the the argument would be that many a politician not all but many a politician's careers have come to a halt have ended based on how they respond to natural disasters snowstorms hurricanes in particular very often those are governors or mayors i think we had uh, at least one or two mayors of chicago go down because they didn't handle snowstorms very well. I mean, it, it has happened. And here's Ted Cruz, who's not the governor of Texas. He doesn't really make the policies, but he lives and sucks off of the uh, phony image of Texas that he tries to portray as this uh, independent thinking. Uh, we don't need no damn federal government intervention. All that 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 macho Texas crap. Um, but we're at a point where they are at a point, Texans, where a little bit of regulation, a little bit of government action 
that was more than just let's deregulate the shit and let the free market reign and the lowest price wins and who gives a crap what happens if it ever snows. That mentality is not a winning political hand right now. And then for you to jump on an airplane and leave the state and go to a warm weather, particularly to our arch enemy, Mexico, of all places, um, I don't I don't know how you talk your way out of that. And remember, that only comes 24 hours after Ted Cruz was nailed for having tweeted last summer making fun of the state of California yeah. for the wildfires and blaming the Democratic policies. I don't know whether he went with Trump's idiotic, if you just rake the forests, there wouldn't be forest fires idea. But he somebody was, somebody said that, said, why isn't Joe Biden out there talking about how Norway, they rake the snow? Why is he doing that and trying to lecture real, Texas same, about that? Right, so, so Ted Cruz was, was poking California, and uh, everybody is aware of the fact that in the last couple years, a lot of large corporations are moving divisions or sometimes their corporate headquarters out of uh, California in particular to um, Texas, including, yeah. I think, Toyota mm-hmm. or, or Toyota went to Florida. You know, the, you, you know, what's going on a lot because of taxes and things of that sort. And one false move like this can blow that whole thing up. One stupid move. I would think that, for instance, all the people who have just arrived in Texas from California, for whatever reason, they can't stand Gavin Newsom. Too much liberal bullshit out there. The entire legislature is 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 democratic. Every state office is held by a Democrat. You know, they dominate out there. And I'm getting out of there. I'm done. I'm going to Texas where there's freedom. I got to think you're rethinking that right now if you've been without electricity and or water or heat mm-hmm. the last few days. And as much as uh, uh, people are trying to pin this on the fact that uh, there are some windmills somewhere in Texas, by the way, a state that you would think and is fairly resistant to uh, getting off of fossil fuels. And for the most part, they're still on them more than a lot of other states. But they're trying to pin this on windmills and, and crazy shit like that, and it's not sticking. It's not working. Everybody knows the truth. That idiotic Governor Abbott, he's already done a 180, and without admitting he was wrong, he admitted he was wrong the other day when he tried that game, and it's not going anywhere. But in a crisis, you don't really care what the political label is of somebody making correct decisions. And you don't care what the political label is on someone who has aided and abetted wrong decisions over the years for Texas, even though in the short run they seem to be right. Texas had this this idea that uh, other states have talked about. You hear it discussed in think tanks. and, and a bit, or, you know, If we could just deregulate energy completely... And so the people have choices of their electric company, a lot of them, many of them, many other ways to, to, to get the prices will fall and the free market will take care of all problems. And that really sounds kind of good uh, on the Mark Levin show. OK, it sounds good there. But in real life, energy is one of those things that's it's sort of like a utility. 
you know, it's not like going to the store and deciding whether you're going to buy Coke, Pepsi, RC, Cola, or um, uh, cheer wine, okay? They're, 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 it, it, it's a little bit more basic than that, and the market, when let to run free, will do the least to protect against the most difficult of circumstances. Why plan for this kind of weather? It never happens in Texas. We're not going to. We're not going to spend the money, and we're going to pass the savings on to our customers right now, right now, lower rates, and here you go. And the the uh, the video packages you've seen of families living in cars, people sitting out on their front porch uh, with 12 blankets on them, uh, babies, old people out there in the – I mean, it's unimaginable. This is the United Goddamn States of America. This can't be. No, there's but horrible stuff going on right, right now. now. It, it is Texas. And by the way, remember, this one cuts across all economic lines. Yes, a lot, the poor people always get fucked over worse in situations. <laughs> exactly. But, but, but richer neighborhoods lose their electricity, too. I, yeah. my, my friend Jim, who is near Dallas, lives in a very nice neighborhood, cul-de-sac. Seven houses, four have been out. Four have no electricity. Three do. That's just a very uh, anecdotal. But Nonetheless, I think it's, it's probably t- typical. All right, I talked to them last night. They may be all back online by now. But the point is the point. And uh, I, I, I shouldn't say this. I'm going to jinx everything because you and I both have electricity right now. As we speak, we have an ice storm yeah. uh, washing over our part of of North Carolina. Yep. Um, but no matter what happens here, and as much as we bitch about Duke Energy and how they have this stranglehold over North Carolina and they own the politicians and Pat McCrory, the former governor and mayor of Charlotte, and now, by the way, the number one show in the uh, 9 to noon slot on WBT in the Charlotte uh, Metro. Really? In the latest Good for him. Ratings. Yes. Couldn't be happier. Yes, there's a, there's a piece on it in Axios. You'll well, throw up. Uh, <laughs> his success is my success. Absolutely. It hurts us. Um, uh, but 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 to, uh, to think that no matter what happens over the next few days, that we would have scenes like that in Texas here, it's not going to happen. Uh, it, it's just not going to happen. We have a much more regulated utility uh, situation here. And uh, we've had ice storms, but we've never had people uh, out on the streets, thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of them for days. We've been through ice storms before. Mm-hmm. Um, but Texas, it's a, it's a land unto itself. So you're Ted Cruz. You're the U.S. Senator. How do you explain this? How do you how do you back out of this, Mister Political mm-hmm. Consultant Genius, Mister Whitmire? Come on, let's I see just got the official. You can concoct some bullshit, <laughs> and the answer is you can't. So well, I'm, no, I'm I've got uh, the really. official explanation from Rafael Cruz. This happened uh, just before we started. This has been an infuriating week for Texans. The greatest state in the greatest country in the world has been without power. We have food lines, gas lines, and people sleeping in neighbors' houses. God damn, if they're lucky, Ted, that's what they're doing. Our homes are freezing and our lights are out. Like millions of Texans, our family lost heat and power, too. That's part one of the explanation. This is where he starts blaming it on his children, Brad. With school canceled for the week, our girls asked to take a trip with friends, waiting, uh, wanting to be a good dad. I flew down with them last night and am flying back this afternoon. 
My staff and I are in constant communication with state and local leaders to get to the bottom of what happened in Texas. We want our power back, our water on, are on, and our homes warm. My team and I will continue using all our resources to keep Texans informed and safe. He's blaming it on his children, Brad. How old are his kids? I think they're like maybe preteen, that sort of age. Uh, so, all right. So clearly there's a lie in there. Let's try. Oh, to no, it's all. Lie. No, there's no lie in there. It's wait, wait. All so lies. the, the, it's, the it's lie lies. Right. The, the lie is that he had no intention of actually staying there with them. The lie, of course, he got is that he's coming it. back immediately as right. if people would, would do that. Who's staying with your kids? And if exactly. someone who is an adult is staying with your kids in Mexico, then you did not need to go down there, did you? You had well, no reason to because they would have gone with another adult. This is the but, same wife who, who Trump called ugly. Right. So the wife so is in, saying in, in Trump's, there was in Trump's no reason words, for him to go. None. None. In, in Trump's words, not only is the woman ugly, she's also incapable of taking care of the kids by herself. If yeah. I may, if I may use the the, the Donald well, apparently Trump. Apparently, she logic is. He's le- he's he's leaving. He's coming back to cover his ass. Um, but it's so it, it, it's 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 bigger than that. The answer is sometimes, and I know this is this is breaking news to everybody who's a parent or everybody who's ever been a kid, and that includes most of us, I think. Sometimes the parent has to say no. No. That's Sometimes not, no. the parent has to say no. Let's let's just pick another example that has nothing to do with a storm. Your kids really, really, really want to go to Disney World. Lots of kids. Every kid wants to go. Sometimes you have to say to them, We can't go tomorrow. We can't go tomorrow. There's a snowstorm here and I'm a senator and I need to stay, but we're gonna go in a few weeks. Sometimes you actually have to make that difficult decision. <laughs> But no, Ted Cruz, in the middle of the worst environmental crisis probably in Texas history, this is as bad or worse than the hurricanes and the floods and oh, everything. Sure, he, oh, sure, he did that, and that's just bullshit. Isn't that one of the? But isn't that one of the claims of liberalism? Is that the liberal parents always let their kids just do anything they want to and kind of just they, they let them run the house? Isn't that one of the claims that conservatives make? No, that, that's one of your uh, uh, attempts. To co-opt what you think is only a conservative uh, critique of liberal parents, because conservative parents are are just as tied up by their kids as as liberal. But okay, for the sake of the argument, I I, I will go with you. And 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 clearly, you're shocked that Ted Cruz, a good conservative, did this. Yes. When normally you would think that it would be. Uh, let's pick a a, a liberal congressperson who has kids. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. I'm sorry, she has grandchildren. Right, okay. grandchildren now, yeah. But 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 uh, something some liberal in in Congress. Like like Tammy like Tammy Duckworth. I, Tammy Duckworth, the senator from Illinois. When that little baby grows up, that that kid's just going to push them all around. That kid's going to rule that house, and they're not going to have any parenting skills at all. And that kid will get whatever he wants, or she. I'm not sure which it is. Brian, uh, Brian Pulliam uh, is chimed in, and he, he's got the right idea here. If he only went for one night, why did he have a suitcase? You're right, Colombo. I think you, you've got it. By the way, the, the story continues to get worse. Have you seen that he contacted Chief Acevedo? He has confirmed this with the Houston police that he wanted some sort of escort or security detail when they were flying out of the, the airport there in Houston. And the I Houston, have, I have a question now. Now here's yeah. a, here's a, here's a, a broad. And the Houston question. Police Department has confirmed that they did uh, watch him and monitor his activities at the at the airport. 
I, I was under the impression that air travel in and out of Texas had essentially shut down. I, I thought so, too. I thought so, too. It's weird. I mean, remember those pictures the other night of uh, it was a downtown Houston that was all lit up and, and, and uh, the picture was taken from about five miles away. And you could see the, uh, the, the buildings of downtown Houston all lit up. But it was taken from a neighborhood that was on the perimeter of downtown where it was pitch black. Yeah. And so people were rightfully outraged and they decided to turn down the lights in downtown uh, Houston so as to not uh, doubly piss off the people who uh, don't have electricity uh, out there in the hustings uh, out there. Uh, so th- that would seem to extend to the uh, airport because you don't want people trying to drive when they don't necessarily have to drive or move around, right? Whatever happened to don't move around if you don't have to, don't leave your house if you have to, unless you're a U.S. senator and your kids are shrying. By the way, that's a Yiddish word, shrying, that you need to go to Mexico now. I have to have it now. Is that is that to cry or to whine? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. My, my Very Aunt similar Fanny. to the English. Aunt Fanny used to use that one. Aunt the, Fanny. the English term whinge, when someone whinges on about something. I, I, I enjoy that term a lot. Works Super fan Tamara. Well. Super fan Tamara chimes in. Yes, my parents always took me on vacation when I demanded it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Anytime I say, we're going to Myrtle Beach right now. You pack up the, the station wagon. We're headed out now, damn it. That's how it used to work in my house. <laughs> I don't oh. give a shit. I mean, it's, uh, there, there's a lot of different things that are going on here. And yes, I've always felt like, we can't even solve the small problems, but if you wanted to do like a moon landing, huge kind of moonshot situation with Joe Biden updating or at least attempting to update the nation's electrical grid, which desperately needs it would be it would be something. And it would take many, 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 many years and a lot of commitment from the federal government. I said the federal government and the states would have to cooperate. Yeah, that's part of the story, but it's also part of the story that they don't want to regulate shit in Texas. I'm sorry. They don't want to regulate a damn thing. And when it comes down to it, the you know, the, those uh, utility companies screw over people at the drop of a hat. They're not ready to go. And, yeah, I also think part of this story, you can smack me down on this, is, hey, we ain't paying no damn taxes here in Texas. Well, this is what you get. This is part of what the deal is, man. If you, if you don't want to pay any taxes, you ain't going to get the services when the shit goes down. Sorry. That's part of your deal. Right, well, uh, I come at it from the other direction, which is, even in places where there are high taxes or higher taxes, people will complain that, you know, the services aren't. But if you don't pay any taxes, you will be guaranteed. You will be guaranteed that uh, there's not going to be the backup or the uh, the infrastructure to to bail you out when you most need it. Um, I mean, Texas and Florida, Texas and Florida, those two places, the two largest states that don't have the state income tax and yeah, Tennessee's um, up there too and, and Tennessee also but, Nevada's but, but, all Nevada's a big one right but but yeah. but it, it's it's Florida and Texas yeah because they, they have so much more population than all those it's other Florida places. and Texas because yeah. when, when you think about it you they are and you know that mayor of Miami uh, who I do believe is a Republican mm-hmm. I believe the mayor of Miami is a Republican um, he is open as anything about trying to 
draw corporations and business down to Miami, particularly high tech from California, from the Northeast, to just get them all down there. Now, last time I checked, Florida, particularly South Florida, particularly Miami, Mm -hmm. has a real, real everyday almost problem with uh, climate change-related flooding. Absolutely. Every day already. Those his, his, name is, uh, his name is Francis X. Suarez. He is a registered Republican. The, uh, the office itself is not partisan, but he himself is a Republican. Of course. Right, right, right. You know, like, like judges in North Carolina are nonpartisan. Exactly. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but those, those high rises on, uh, on the coast there, uh, the, you can't live on the first floor, or second, right? You you want to make sure you're you're high up because they have almost daily flooding. The city of Miami Beach is, of course, a disaster, and they're already spending tens of millions, millions of of dollars to put in the infrastructure to try to drain Miami Beach all the time. It's it's always flooding. So what's the answer? Hey, more people moving here. Who have a lot of money? Who want to live where? They want to live on the beach. They want to live on the coast. So how about more development? Oh, you know, development is really good. It really helps the uh, running off of water um, because concrete really ab- ab- absorbs water well, doesn't it? It's just it, it it sucks it right up so that you don't have to worry about flooding. The more concrete, the better. Right? Isn't that how that works? Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, I think right. your your original question, you know, 20 minutes ago was, this, is this it for Ted Cruz? And this is finally going to be the thing that people and again, probably on the list of Ted Cruz things that have done that have been destructive and offensive. This is like 12th or 15th. Well, but, <laughs> they, remember, but it's, it's always, is, it's it's always the little shit that gets you, though. It's, it it's is. The thing, it's I'm the not thing saying that people remember. Right. No, right. he's been a human. He's been a human pinata for hours on social media. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I got to thank him because I think America needed this right now. I think we just needed a pinata for a few hours to just wail on. And by God, if he didn't step up there and just give us an absolutely unsympathetic piece of garbage to wail on for a few hours on social media. Yeah. But you know, that brings you, that brings you to the intersection of two Al Franken ideas. Exactly. Uh, idea, idea number one is his book from 20 years ago. Rush Limbaugh is a big fat idiot. Okay? Yes, and then right. from his last book, which I bought and I got an autographed copy of it. I bought it at a bookstore in Asheville. He wasn't there to sign it, but I bought it and it was like a month before he got run out of the yeah. uh, Senate for for uh, 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 inciting an insurrection to overthrow the United States well, government, as you know. Okay. Well, I think but happened. Anyway, it, I think there was a big snowstorm in Minneapolis, and he decided to go to Cancun right in the middle of that's it. What I it think that's, that's what Malcolm did. Well, we all know it. In that book, in that book, he has the famous line that where he uh, he ends a story about Ted Cruz, which is everybody hates Ted Cruz. So. There you go. Rush is a big fat idiot. 20 years later, everybody hates Ted Cruz and Ted Cruz lives up to his label from from Al Franken, who must he must be uh, having some degree of satisfaction. He really, really must. I think I'm afraid he's going to have a dopamine overload and die. I think he's like the biggest smile, like in one of those those Batman movies, the the Joker's victims would die with this ridiculous smile on their faces. I figure that's how they're going to find uh, Al Franken in a snowdrift somewhere with this massive smile stretching from eye to eye yeah. <laughs> over this whole situation. He was 
I think he was selling the coffee cup on his on his Twitter feed. Al Franken was. <laughs> the quote was, "I like Ted Cruz almost more than almost any of my other colleagues, and I hate Ted Cruz." I think that's that the, what it was? the. I think that's the coffee mug you can get from the Al Franken <laughs> website. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's been I mean, it's just a horrible situation. I was reading this one tweet from this woman in Austin. Her friend or her neighbor walked to 7-Eleven to try to get food or something. And they found like a, a homeless person, I think, dead just off the sidewalk on the way there. And I don't even know if they can they have enough emergency response to have somebody go get the body right now. Well, I, I don't know. It's horrific. Know, it, it does seem, you know, again, we're way far away. And I've spent a total of, I think two days of my entire life in Texas, right? I I think we went there for one of the uh, yeah, we did. conventions. Once. Yeah, we did, yeah. That's really the only time I've been there except passing through the airport once or twice. Um, but it really seems that Houston is a troubled, troubled city, uh, as much for environmental reasons as for anything else. Just from the, 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 the people part of it, it seems like it's a great place. But because of where it's located and because they get hit by the hurricanes and because they suffer from uh, an infrastructure and um, a sprawl problem that's just unimaginable. I mean, it's 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 L.A. or Jacksonville kind of sprawl, right? It goes on forever. They're particularly vulnerable when situations like this happen and um it's just, and by the way, I think Ted Cruz is from Houston. I think that is his home. That is his home yeah. town. Well, they um, they did an, the Biden administration announced FEMA is going to be sending some generators down to Texas. You wonder if, if Governor Abbott's going to go? No, no, no. We don't need no help from the federal government. Are you well, kidding? First off, you, you're, you're in no position to say <laughs> at this point. Hey, no to it. Yeah. Biden generators could be the next Obama phones. Do you think you want to be a part of that story, Greg Abbott? I just want you to wait, think about wait, it. Wait, Britt, Britt, hang on. Why is Joe Biden doing this? This is a red state bailout. I'm not going to be party to the red state red bailout. State. Remember that? Remember, it's all red state bailouts. Re- remember what yeah. people yeah, like was, Ted Cruz were yeah. saying just over the summer when um, the coronavirus was, was racking the Northeast and more people had died there and California was really under the gun and then the fires came along. And you knew that that local and and state budgets in Illinois and New York and and California and and lots of other states that may have had Democratic governors were were going to be just racked. And they'd already passed the first uh, rescue bill back in, what, April, Mm -hmm. March or April. And Mm -hmm. so there we were in the summer and uh, Donald Trump thought he could demagogue it and call it the uh, a blue state bailout. I'm not helping no goddamn mayor of Minneapolis. Fuck him. Yeah, I'm, exactly. not helping, yeah, exactly. I'm not helping no goddamn Eric Garcetti in L.A. Fuck him. Gavin Newsom. Fuck him. Andrew Cuomo. Screw him. Absolutely. Okay. On Cuomo, he may have been right. But that's for a different reason. And we didn't know at the time. Uh, um, but now uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats do have an opportunity to uh walk the walk and and not be discriminatory in helping out a disaster zone by the way that was the way it was for about 230 years in mm-hmm. this country for the most part it's only been remember the last 4 years that disaster <laughs> relief whether it was Puerto Rico or or other situations that you had a president who used uh aid 
rescue and emergency aid as an overt political weapon and uh, mm-hmm. an insult line in uh, one of his monologues. We don't, well, we don't I, have that. So, again, the, the bar is so low right. that if, uh, if three generators arrive in Amarillo next Thursday, uh, Joe Biden has done more bipartisan disaster relief than, than Donald Trump ever did. Trump would, would sign these emergency uh, declarations after a few days very, very quietly. He didn't even want anybody to know that he was doing that. Think about that. Think right. about that. He would sign these. I mean, he never actually, in the end, said to California, fuck you, burn down. But he would say it publicly, yeah. and his people would eat it up. And people like Rush Limbaugh, who, by the way, was at KFBK in Sacramento. Did you know that? It's, my adopted, home, but it's my adopted home. T- by the way, uh, Sacramento is slightly better than hell, folks. That's a, uh, yeah, that's what you always say. It was an adopted hometown, right? Yeah. <laughs> I... I uh... <laughs> Yeah, folks, uh, you know, my time in Sacramento was often a uh, precursor for here in hell. All things given, I'd rather be in hell, if I, if I may be uh, truthful. Uh, slightly lousier tacos down here. Uh, by the way, did you uh, did you check out my five-minute tour de force um, answer back to a segment I saw last night? This is where I stand in front of the uh, television. Oh, and just scream at the uh, uh, things that are going on because it's a course, great it bit. Was, I love that it, bit. Wait, wait! It was an all-day. It was an all-day rush suck-up fest on oh, Fox, yeah. as you oh, know, yeah. as you know. Every as if show, Jesus had died. All, no, it was presidential-level coverage, right? It right. Was as if a president died, so that's all day long. And and they only have a certain number of guests. That, you know, that, and so they're on each show. Very often they'll be, you know, at, on at five o'clock. You'll see them again at seven fifteen, and just by randomly watching it during the day, guess who popped up <laughs> this is a great. second and a third time? It was Mike Pence. Mike <laughs> Pence, right? So he's on in the ten o'clock hour with Laura Ingram, and I'm watching. I can't believe what I'm seeing. So I, I put together the uh, the five minute package. You'll see me. Speaking, I was the third guest in their little back and forth. And where the fuck has Pence been since Donald Trump tried to have him killed? The answer is nowhere. So he's on the phone continuing to talk about Limbaugh right now. Where is he? Where is he calling from? And, of course, all day long, whenever Pence would come on and talk about Limbaugh, none of the Fox hosts, none of them would ever you know, break the third wall. <laughs> hey, where, are him, but, yeah, where are you? What one? Where are you? Where are and you? Two, two. Um, don't you still hate Donald Trump for trying to have you and your family killed? You don't want to go there. You don't no, bring that up. No, so it's it, impolite. You're being rude. So uh, if if you if you really would like to, I think it was an award winning performance. I just put the uh, I just put the link in our in our face in our, on a stream yard. If you guys want to check it out, you can paste right. it in there and see because it's you. that's a great bit. You got to keep doing that because that sounds amazing. Yeah. That yeah. sounds wonderful. That it was it was disgusting. On that channel yesterday. I mean, even more so than regular Fox. I tuned in at seven o'clock and they had some attractive brunette in there. I'm like, who the shit is this? And she's talking about how great Rush. And I, I almost, and it was Rachel Campos Duffy. Wait, you were over on business? 
You were over on business? Was she, was she on business or was she on the regular channel? No, she had to be on business. I think it was, but they're doing something on the seven o'clock where they're trying people out. Oh, they? okay. Oh, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's on there and it's, it's Sean Duffy, the former congressman from Wisconsin. It's his wife who I know from the real world in the early nineties. She was on the real world, San Francisco <laughs> with the Pedro, the guy that had AIDS. And they, it was, it was a whole, it was a very groundbreaking series, but she was the shitty conservative. And being a conservative at that time meant that you were a fan of Jack Kemp. She was like a big Jack Kemp supporter. So that's even pre, that's even pre Newt Gingrich. Exactly. That's, that's a long time ago. They go to so on the show, as I recall, they went to some sort of stupid conservative con- uh, conference, and she said hello and shook Jack Kemp's hands, and. and like some of the other guys who were, of course, more liberal, were, were beating her up about it back at the at the uh, at the apartment. They were like, they hate gays, they hate black people. She says, you you don't know that. They didn't say that. And the guy goes, well, there wasn't a bumper sticker, there was no T-shirt, no. But that's that's their entire platform. And here we go, all these years later, it's all you know come to fruition. So there's Rachel Campos Duffy talking about what what a light in the darkness that Rush Limbaugh yeah, was. Yeah, and Rush Limbaugh once mentioned her on the air, and she doesn't even realize it's because he wanted to fuck her. She's like, oh, it's so great that he mentioned me as like this shining example of Republican women who want to be good mothers and stay at home with their. No, he wanted to bang you just like Trump wants to bang his daughter. Don't you understand? It's not flattering. And then she talked to some, you know, third rate pseudo talk radio people who were on Sirius XM and shit like that. And then it was. But but my favorite was them pulling Dan Quayle out of the woodpile. I'm so happy that we got to hear from Dan Quayle yesterday. I I, I I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this because this is under the category of things that may have happened to me or us that I just don't remember perfectly. Didn't Limbaugh, by implication, trash us one day for saying, for doing something? Here's what happened. He alluded to, go ahead. Here's the story. Because I I don't remember the details. Help me. This was the story, and I think it was 2008, as we were ramping up to the 2008 election. And, oh, my God, the black guy might win, and we can't have black socialism, Muslim, blah, blah, blah. And we were, of course, people who were on the air who were not shitting all over Barack Obama and who actually gave him a chance and thought, eh, it's not a bad idea. Um, A woman called in, and she was appalled at us for supporting Barack Obama, and she mentioned our names on the air, on the Rush Limbaugh show. We got name-checked oh, on that show. So she called Limbaugh yes. and She's mentioned like, us And he's like, well, who, on his who, show. who who was saying this? And they go, well, Brad and Britton. He goes, the morning, guys? And she, he just couldn't believe there was anybody. I don't think he made the connection that we, right. you know, he wasn't part of our station. We weren't part of his station at that time. Now, years later, I think he would have been completely appalled to find that somebody who followed him on one of his stations would have made fun of him and mocked him like, to his audience. Right. But a, yes, another... that was, yeah, we, we were name checked on that show and I had the audio for a number of years. I don't, I don't have it anymore. I paid That's for okay. the stupid subscription for one month to his idiotic 24 seven thing. So I got it. And yeah, that was, I believe that I'm pretty sure that was 2008 when all the shit was going down, you know, the, the beginning of the socialist nightmare that we see now, Brad, 2008, <laughs> You remember? I uh, I, I I definitely I, I I bring it up because uh, uh, Joe Killian, who was a reporter for years at the News and Record, and he's over in Raleigh now, yeah. uh, writing for uh, North Carolina Progressive or or something yeah. like that. He 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 has the audio and he put it up on his Facebook oh, page that's funny. of of Limbaugh trashing him. Oh, that's uh, funny. Many many years ago, when he was a student. 
at UNCG writing for the the, uh, oh, the student awesome. paper, and he had written a piece saying if George W. Bush um, uh, wins, or no, this must have been 92. This was George H.W. Bush. If he wins in 92, people are going to commit suicide. So Limbaugh's reading this about Joe Killian in Greensboro at UNCG writing this column, and you know Limbaugh has his uh, natural conniption fit meltdown over how yeah. weak and pathetic the, uh, the the people were back then. So that, that, this that's is a good... to me that I thought we got – I did remember us being mentioned. Right. I couldn't remember how we were on, on Rush's show. Well, now, tell you, now this is a good place for us to end. Tell the, tell the story about your daughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, – let me make sure I have. Let me read it verbatim because it's so cute. It's so excellent. It's so perfect. it really is. It's so it's so Stephanie. You know, Stephanie's uh, over there in Chicago, where the uh, current temperature is probably minus eight, or whatever it is. Um, and uh, when Limbaugh died yesterday, <laughs> I think the, you know the news started to to, to, to float around about twelve thirty um, or so at two twenty. Yesterday afternoon, so it's not long afterwards. I just get a text from her, and it says, "Never forget that for the first half of my life, I thought Rush Limbaugh was a close personal friend or coworker of yours." <laughs> I will and say that was, no, she was born in '92. Okay, now you were you were the first. I will say that I think you were one of the first guys in the country to play Rush Limbaugh clips on your show. I don't. I don't. I don't remember anybody doing that at that time. You were you were one of the first guys who did that when you were on Rock ninety two. And, and answered would, him back. Yeah. You would play the dala, 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 dala. you would do that and some of the other shit that he you would you would use some of the drops and stuff on the show. And I don't remember anybody doing that before you did it. Yeah, and maybe that's why they they uh, called me from the the news and record to do the review on his first book. <laughs> that's what it was because <laughs> you know they they wanted somebody to to yep. uh, be oppositional to him. I I, I think I. The most it was yeah. the most useless book ever published, or most useless, most pointless book. Because it was just regurgitating shit that he said on the air a hundred million times. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I, I said, you know, he put in the book he included little scripts, the S C R I P T scripts written uh, of of the uh, the bits that he used to do the yeah. the produced bits. Yeah. I said I can't think of anything less funny. I can't think of anything less funny than than the text of comedy bits. Okay, it's true. Okay, gee, I would love to to, to read a script from uh, Cheers third season, uh, second episode. It'd be great. Yeah, coach enters bar, door slams, bell rings. Right. <laughs> it's so right. good. Brad and Brit.com.